Amla, Ankh! The shout rings out in pallet across the plain. Attack the eye, you fool! The eye! But it's too late, as the young Kellid boy looks back at his commander in confusion. The massive metal creature on the ground behind him suddenly surges back up, electricity crackling over its entire surface. It grabs the boy's green-tipped spear in one hand, and his entire head in the other. It squeezes once, quickly, and there's a sickening, wet crunch. Idiot! The speaker races forward, revealing himself as a massive, heavily muscled Kellid with long black hair, holding a gleaming green sword in his right hand. In a single, fluid, practiced motion, he slices the creature's arm off at the elbow. As the arm releases the sky copper-tipped spear, his left hand shoots out and grabs it just below the haft. He thrusts the spear into the single glowing ruby eye of the creature. Sparks explode out, along with a gout of shimmering viscous liquid, and the creature collapses once more to the ground, dropping the still twitching body of young Kolak. The muscled warrior looks down at the body, grimaces, and drives his sword directly into the center of his chest. The sky-copper-coated bronze blade easily slides through the boy's sternum, pierces his heart, killing him instantly. The spasms stop. The man kneels down beside the body, saying a prayer under his breath. He breaks off the tip of Kolak's spear. Sky-copper is too rare and too valuable to waste, especially now, and lays the broken shaft on top of his body. He carefully folds the boy's small arms over the spear shaft, closes his one remaining eye, and does his best to wipe his face clean of the blood that's still slowly seeping out. Bring me his bedroll. One of the other young trainees rushes forward with Kolik's camp gear. Commander Vargas Kahl, what... what was that? Vargas takes the kit from the boy, Goral, and sets it in front of him. As he rummages around it for the bedroll with his left hand, his right grips his sword tighter. I... I know you said they can heal, but... Kolik definitely dealt it a more- Goral is cut off mid-sentence as Vargas suddenly drives the hilt of his sword into the boy's gut. The air rushes out of his lungs and he collapses, unable to even scream. Idiots! All of you! Finally finding the bedroll amid the ridiculous clutter of Kolak's supplies. I told them only to bring what they need to survive, he thinks to himself. Vargas rips it out of the pack and spins angrily to face the rest of his recruits. I told all of you about that ability of theirs. I clearly said these creatures can heal themselves, and that they can even do it after a killing blow. Unless you stab the eye! He bellows out these last three words, punctuating each by pointing his sword at a different recruit. None of them would meet his eyes. Our sovereign, Kevath Kool, is planning to lay siege to Starfall in less than three months' time. The heretics in that Gorm-forsaken city are protected by dozens of these monsters. Some of our reports even claim hundreds, and while I seriously doubt that they have that many, if even one of them is enough to end a fight with one of our warriors in a mutual kill, we will lose. Again, he thrusts his blade at the teens before him. Had he ever been as naive, as slow and inept as these children? 
Most of them were barely a decade younger than himself, but they acted as though they were still staying in their mother's tents. But this would be a lesson they'd not soon forget. And Kolak had nearly defeated that automaton one-on-one. -on -one. He had to admit that he himself would have had trouble with such a feat at that age. And Kolak was far from his star pupil. There was hope for these children yet. Go gather wood. We'll set up Kolak's pyre, then end our training for today. We start back up at dawn tomorrow. Be ready. Vargas looked back down at the body of a boy at his feet, and a grim smile formed on his face. Yes, he would turn these recruits into warriors. He would do his part for his sovereign, and he would claim his clan's place in history. This is Pod Against the Machine. Pot Against the Machine, the only Pathfinder actual play podcast that has an in-character audience that is predisposed to hate the party. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Yay. Hello. Uh, if they only got to know us, Sam. We're quite charming. They're also energetic. Hey, Sam. Hi. Feeling good? You're feeling great. Thank you. All of this is going so well. You're going to win the fight, I think? Oh, yeah. Please. Please. I mean, we're going to win the fight. It's the hearts and the minds of the people that I am concerned about. Fair. So we're going to work on their PR while they do the fighting. Sure, sure. So, Sam, enlarged person makes you, what, like eight times your weight? Yeah. And the autograpnel's cord is only strong enough to pull 500 pounds? How does that affect the grapple? Um, see, the way I'm reading it, they're strong enough to hold up to 500 pounds of weight, like, at a free-hanging kind of thing. But when it does a pull combat maneuver, it does a pull with a CMB of plus 16. It's kind of a weird thing. It's kind of just how much force it exerts is based on the dice, even though there's a set amount of force it exerts. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it can pull a heavier object that weighs no more than 100 pounds back to the user at a speed of 20 feet. So it doesn't sound like pull's going to work too well. That's true. It might not. I guess we'll have to see what happens. I mean, granted, that's just my mundane autograpnel. That's true. We probably shouldn't antagonize him before we try to figure out ways to help Antagonizing? <laughs> We're just making sure we have all of our bases covered. I'm just saying the cord's going to snap, the weapon's going to be useless, and then it's going to be fisticuffs against an enlarged greatsword. Maybe. That's Maybe. fine. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Can you cut the cord? Oh, you can break the cord. I don't know if you can cut the cord. Can I break the cord just by standing and being more than 500 pounds? <laughs> Probably not. It's a DC 32 strength check to break the cord. Yeah. But uh, last time on the show, 
We had some pep talks. We had some buffing. We had some emotional moments where the group really bonded. And then we had the beginning of the fight. And, um, you know, Kira came out, did some glitter maneuvers. The crowd didn't like that at all. And um, Hellsguard came out and just kind of walked over menacingly, and the crowd seemed to like that. And then Kira hit Hellsguard with a hammer, and that seemed to work pretty well. Then Hellsguard impaled her with a spike. And that's it. With a, with a great sword. Well, what ifs? That's where we are now. We are still in initiative. And uh, Hellsguard's turn just happened. So um, we're sort of right before Kira's turn. Is there anything the very capable four are doing during this part of the fight? Yeah, uh, Asher was wondering if Hellsguard rolled that 20% mischance from Blur. It's been a week. I'm remembering it way too late. There's so many things to remember. Oh, there's so many buffs on your character. It's been a week. <laughs> I'm gonna say hands off the chess piece because it was a whole other episode. Why are you afraid of percentiles? This is still the most recent attack. I will remember it next time. We'll allow it. Um, <laughs> all right. I'll see your invitation. So what I would like to do, Sam, even though this is not aligned at, at all in the performance, uh, I guess a little bit under the cheating rules. You know what? I would like to cheat, but I would like to cheat in a very specific way. Um, since it is a bluff or stealth check rolled against uh, the, the like perception of everybody there, I would like to use ideally my stealth to sneak over and swap some of the signs and signage that support this terrible autographnel wielding troll for our darling Kira. And I would love to roll an opposed stealth check versus your large crowd's perception check. All right. Sounds like a plan to me. All righty. My large crowd didn't roll great. Well, it's actually a flat check for you. Um, oh, versus DC of the crowd. Yeah, so it's not a roll for me. Yeah. So uh, I have a 19. What's the base DC of the crowd? Zero. The base DC is assumed to be zero, unless it's like a group of creatures that have a uh, racial predisposition towards perception, because the zero modifier is based off of like a core races that have no perception mods except for maybe like elves I think you know what I mean I just it's it's based off of humans so they assume it's a bunch of humans all right well it's not all humans but it's not any large preponderance of sharp-eyed creatures so you beat the DC of 16 all right just eking by with my 19 and I smash some of those fun banners and replace them with glittery four-fingered foam hands these people are like looking down they're like wait how did i get both a seating fee an arena fee and a jimmy fame fee on this ticket (laughs) and while they're doing that i'm just like people at home couldn't see my frenetic swapping motions but it was really just for us it's just for us so that's what i'm doing such good pantomime I was captivated. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know exactly what the result of that would be, but that is what I would like to contribute by cheating. All right. Um, anything uh, Vargas or Asher want to contribute? I think we'll do this as a when you influence the crowd, well, we're going to sort of work in a, a bonus to any um, performance checks Kira makes to sort of to try to influence them. I like that. Provided you succeed, of course. Then we will get there. <laughs> uh, just a curious, can uh, make just a knowledge local role to kind of get the impression of do we expect this fight to actually like, can we create like a, I guess a vibe check of do we think the bargains can actually be upheld would that have, or would that have been a sense motive at the time not so much a knowledge local I guess do, do exhibition fights that are supposed to go unconscious like does that normally play out that way sort of a knowledge local um yeah, you could do that for a knowledge local or a diplomacy to kind of gather information from the, the other people in the stands. Oh yeah, that, that sounds like it. I'll just kind of listen in or kind of say, you know, yada yada, how does this thing normally go play out? Obviously, when Kira wins, are they going to be cool about it? Uh, dirty 30. Nice. Wow. A natural 19 diplomacy. Nice. I think with a... a Dirty thirty. Generally speaking, the crowd seems to be pretty confident that um, Hellscarg isn't going to break the rules. She's not going to kill someone in a in a non-lethal bout. Of course, there's always a chance of a mishap or a mistake somewhere, but it's probably not going to happen. Not that um, Hellscarg's ever lost, but you would think that whoever she's fighting against, and however they may be associated with you, we don't know, but. Whoever she's fighting against would be expected to keep up with the rules, and if they violated the rules, then there could be penalties. Cool. Well, that's, that's good to know. It's hard to, to think. It's almost like we're playing against the house. It's weird. Yeah. It may seem, you said like, I know you said earlier that she's like the uh, hometown favorite type thing, but like, I feel like we kind of got the impression earlier in town that most people didn't super like the Lords of Rust, they just kind of were terrified of being killed by them, so they support them. <laughs> Are we still getting that impression here, or do they actually seem to be rooting for her for reasons other than fear? I just feel like, I don't know, we've supported tons of horrible professional athletes for many years just because they play yeah, for true. the place that we live. <laughs> so I'm sure they do the same thing in a fantasy world. They're like, oh yeah, go get him. Also, you've mostly been um, spending time with rival gangs, really. So these are yeah, people true. who are sort of predisposed to have bad feelings about the Lords of Rust in general, whereas the crowd here is probably largely Lords of Rust loyalists and neutral people who, I mean, maybe it's a combination of fear and actual enthusiasm. Maybe it's all fear. Who's to say? Yeah, I was about to say, a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, Vargas has the lowest possible starting charisma, and several of his roles are in the negatives, some of them almost to the double digits. <laughs> so I don't think he's going to really attempt anything at the moment. 
maybe down the line if something the rest of the group does seems like it might need an aid another check for it or something maybe he'll toss something in but for right now i think he's just gonna keep watching the show Vargas, who famously bluffed about us dragging a robot through town <laughs> saying it's me <laughs> i'm under that blanket is one of my favorite scenes still in this podcast. <laughs> it is our I'm Umlo moment, but better, <laughs> honestly. I like to think that it just broke the mind of the person that experienced that. They're still to this day. And that'll bring us back to Kira's turn. Ooh, I'm going to start with one point of fast healing because I made notes. You are currently grappled. Yeah, okay, but I have one point of fast healing, so... And you have a spike. I, right. Um, none of this is helpful or encouraging, so I'm going to ignore that part. Do my fast healing point. On this, when Kira is grappled, it's not like normal grappled, right? Where like Kira can't use a two-handed weapon. She's not like relegated to a one-handed weapon because of the grappled state. I have no idea how like auto if like auto grapple yeah. is more like grab or something else. I mean, I would say like. There's not a distinction on the item, but yeah, it, it stands to reason that like you don't, you're not hindered in the same way. You still have both of your hands, so you can still use your sword. That would be nightmarish. Huh. Okay. Well, let's see. We are skeptical on her ability to pull, um, and I can still reach her, so unless someone frantically gestures with their eyebrows that I shouldn't. I feel like I'm just gonna attack her again. Waiting for eyebrow gesturing, waiting for eyebrow gesturing. Yeah. Well, she five foot step back. So I, I, I show her as 20 feet away. So you'd need to five foot step up and swing at her or switch weapons. If I'm reading that right. It is a comically large map. Here, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so I will also, I'm going to five foot step up to her. Um, and, and yeah, three smash with a different die. Okay, that is a 12. Um, I forgot to announce power attack, so we'll just turn that off. That's fine. And next time for sure. Well, if you put it on at the beginning and you're like, I'm power attacking, you don't have to say it every round. I mean, it's not my game, but that's usually just kind of standard. At this point with your furious focus, I mean, there's Great. there's no reason for you to ever not power attack until you Agreed. get a second attack that'll always miss with your power attack. Pop that back on. So the 12 on the die plus... Cool. Okay, and 24. All right, uh, that does hit. Great. 32. <laughs> is she dead? Wow. <laughs> she is not dead, but wow. 30 points. All right, great. Oh I hope she's not this dead. Is... I think we lose if you kill her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, not dead, just 16 unconscious. 16 on 3d6 is beautiful. Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, no, that was, that was uh, what, a six, two sixes and a four. Whew. Wow. It should be clarified that this is still non-lethal. Yeah, no, obviously. It's yeah. a really gentle tap that does 32 so, points of damage. Does that mean we've had to have been taking both sides or taking that minus four on attacks? Well, that's, well I think Sam said that he just evened it out, right? Because it's a Yeah, we're kind of using the um, the thing that I think Paizo did with Agents of Edgewatch is you can sort of come into all fights with, or a specific fight with the expectation that everything is non-lethal and then you just kind of forego the penalties as a wash because otherwise it'd be no fun to have nobody ever hit anybody cool no love that 
Uh, that's my turn. That's my turn. All right. We're back to Hellskog's turn. You know, she's knitting herself back together a little bit. And I think that, you know, you've really gotten her attention here. So what she's going to do is she's going to drop that auto grapnel and take a five foot step towards you. And we're going to turn on power attack because, you know, she's mad. So we'll go for the bite first. That is, it's not great. That's going to be a 15. 15 does not hit. And we'll go for a claw. That is a 12. Oh my God. Also not great. Is she on Sooth? <laughs> <laughs> um, how about a 25 for the second claw? 25. Oh, no, because I'm raging and enlarged. So then we'll just do it. It would have been a 25 had I not been all of the other things. Go for it. That's fine. All right. That is going to be 17 damage from the claw. Non-lethal, of course. Of course. And, um, you know, she's right up in your face now, or at least kind of close to it, and bloody and grumpy looking, and a troll. And we're going to sort of proceed back to the rest of the Very Capable Four. What's going on this round? Um, so I'm going to sneak up to Jimmy Fame. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm going to sneak up to kind of a, a high spot and do a banner drop that has uh, Kira and Kingsley um, in a very like sympathy inducing sort of like, I can connect to this person fireside, high quality shot that we had made um, somewhere in between tours. It's your senior photos. It's true, it's her senior photo. <laughs> Kingsley's inside the acoustic guitar. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop this incredible banner and I'm gonna try to beat that DC again. Oh, I failed! I failed! I rolled a one. I cheated and I failed. Wow. That actually is really terrible. But I got a bonus before. So these could maybe just even each other out. Well, that is, um, failing like that is going to make all subsequent cheating plus two to DC. That's fair. That's super fair. Brixby gets up there. He, like, tries to unroll the banner and it is literally backwards and it's just the other <laughs> side that just says you know other side towards crowd FedEx. yeah FedEx. it's just this FedEx goes, ground <laughs> <laughs> yep um and also while he's up there he's like get out of the way well, he's up there he's just like breaks me oh wait i shouldn't have shouted my own name before doing this <laughs> that is the full-on nat one experience <laughs> vargas or um asher any Sneaky contributions or otherwise? Uh, just a general perception check. Not something he's super great at, but just sort of eyeballing, making sure there's, you know, there's not that one guy holding a detonator who's looking all shifty. <laughs> uh, you know, that sort of thing. There, I'm like, I just, he just can't feel comfortable in, in the Lords of Rest's, like, territory, essentially. Pretty sure we're the only shifty people with detonators here at this point. <laughs> now we give it back to Red Tooth, although she is here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry, that four. I don't think he could pick out anything in the crowd of hundreds. Yeah, I mean, everybody here looks shifty for their own reasons. Except Julie, Julie. She's, I mean, what you see is what you get. 
Yeah, I mean, she's, <laughs> she's very, very still, which is kind of unnerving in its own way. <laughs> Slowly blinks one eye, then the other, like 20 <laughs> seconds apart, without moving any other part of her body. Got a back in five minutes sign hanging around her neck. <laughs> uh, yeah, if he's not blocked out by all the crowd, he would be trying to just kind of mosey to get more like across from the fight through the crowd that's trying to make his way through the stands he doesn't like being this far apart yeah i mean i think that's kind of difficult terrain but you can still you can double move your way through slowly be doing that would you mind picking me up a uh an ale and a large popcorn it should only be about 30 gold pieces from what i understand stadium pricing to be you can't hear you with that four perception (laughs) over the crowd (laughs) Too busy eating a large popcorn and quaffing a beer as he walks away. <laughs> he's he's actually turned his hat upside down and it's filled with nachos. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to wash out very well, but heck of a deal. Is he still wearing the hat on his head or is he holding the hat? He's just holding it and eating nachos out of the inside of his hat. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, he laid like a piece of like a wax paper down. Oh, well, good. Yeah. He's not on a the top of his head. Not in. <laughs> Every time he puts his hat on. Just... <laughs> These visual gags are just killing it for the people. I love this. Very well. Kira is up. All right. So, got one point of healing damage. Do you see, like, I don't think I've ever described that before, but the tattoo she has on her left arm. Um, just glow a little bit and uh, slightly less bruised. Very, very slightly less bruised. Um, which she is unaware of as she steps, I think, yeah, same thing. Worked pretty well last time. Let's take a five-foot step back. Shimmy, I think that was it. Um, and then we'll swing again. Here we go. Power attack, raging, all the things. Oh, that's not great, but maybe still okay. Uh, that's a four, 16 to hit. Uh, 16 will not do it. Yeah, I'm not feeling great about a 16. Okay, that's gonna be my turn. Well, Hellscarg's looking energized. She thinks she's got you on the ropes. Takes a five foot step forward to press her advantage as she's knitting herself back together with her wonderful troll powers. And we'll start with the bite. That's a natural 19. For a 29. Yeah, that'll that'll hit. Alright. And let's see, that's that's no big deal. 16 damage. 16 damage? Okay. Well, 16 that seems damage. Aggressive. And then uh, she's gonna do a claw. Just a little clawsy. That's a 27 to hit with the claw. Yeah, okay. Sure, sure. Uh, that'll be 14 damage. Okay, I'm just gonna write all of these things down. 16. Uh, claw number two. That's a cracked eye. So that's gonna miss. 20% miss chance. Sorry, I was muted. And I said it like three times and I'm like, what is going on? Always always forgetting something. All right, 20% miss chance on the bite we'll start with. Uh, that's a 56. Okay. On the claw. Uh, that's only a 12, so the claw okay. misses. Oh you my take god, that great, because. Back. Yeah, that. 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 That was gonna be a lot of. And the good news right. is, she doesn't get a performance check now, because she didn't hit multiple times. Whew. 
Yeah, that's raw. She has iterative natural attacks. That's so bad. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> All right, we are back to the rest of the party. Any sneaking and cheating and skullduggery? You know, I haven't learned my lesson. Oh, mercy. <laughs> so, same banner. He's going to try dropping at the right time this time. Let's go. Are you kidding me? What is going on with roll 20? This is eight, one, and now two. All right, so I've just, yep, I've just increased that DC again to an impenetrable area at this point for most of us. Excellent. That is, that's gross. So now it's a 20. 20. Not that Asher would cheat. I had to roll a nine or higher, and I have not managed to break. I had to roll a five or higher in the beginning, but... Now Vargas just needs to roll a 28 or higher. <laughs> as long as you got a 30 on that die. Clean 30. Asher moves. Uh, double moves again, pushing his way through the crowd to try and be, like, across. Still not quite there, but he's just getting closer. Making no friends in the crowd. Yeah, they don't particularly care for us. He does say, excuse me. Pardon me, excuse me. Yeah, very capable four. Go Kira. Boo, Hellsgog. More like Lords of Crust. <laughs> I, I dropped the banner onto the like only Dippin' Dots stand, which like <laughs> Dippin' Dots are immensely popular inside this hellscape because that's the only place where Dippin' Dots are ever popular. You're just like, God, this place is awful. Oh, wait, look at that. Science ice cream. That's exactly what. Uh, I think <laughs> Vargas is going to start just kind of casually moving in the opposite direction of Asher. So he's kind of moving through the stands counterclockwise as Asher goes clockwise. I, I don't know what the phrase is for this, but I have enough anxiety about to share with, with you and Sam. That 14 would have taken Kira out. Wow. I know. But we've been hit like three, four times. One of them was really bad, but the others were decent. Oh, no. So now I'm frantically checking my math to make sure. I was like, I can't possibly be at almost unconscious right now. That's not true. You were at full health, right? At the start of the fight. I was. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we forgot to make Sam roll that 20% on the claw that got through on the last round. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah no. Oh, my God. I have to kill her now or this is all going to go downhill. <laughs> Just not yeah. kill. Just um, not, yeah, not kill. Right, right. Just a gentle killing. Yeah. Uh, Non-lethal murder. All right, <laughs> Kira. I'm I'm giving Kira my last Sky Metal on this attack roll. It, it, I can't imagine a better use for it at this point. I'm sure I'll come up with some bad poetry in the future to get another one. But you got to spend them to make them, as they say. <laughs> they do say that. So take it off the board. I'm giving it to this roll. She is 10 feet away from me, isn't she? Yeah. I can't. Everything is very large. So I still could charge. It has to be 10 feet men, right? Yeah. Nope. That is. Well, it's a nine. Let's see. Nine to 11 plus 12. 23. 23 and then what? Four for, from Zach? Mm-hmm. 27. 27 total. That'll hit. Uh, same as last time. 32. 32 again. Thank goodness. She looks bloody. How she can she looks be bloody? 
But she's not falling down. Well, you charged, so now you can do a swift action percom check if you want to. But we have to have minimum one sky metal on yeah. this floor, or there's I no. Have I because like Kira needs to hit a DC twenty three check with a plus five. Yeah, I'll throw a sky metal for sure. All right. I mean, if we're all in, I will also. I will use my last one on that. So we're stacking I'm them so again. Sam's not going to let us triple down, so I will <laughs> save mine for the next roll that needs one. Okay. One Goonicorn. So plus 13. Plus 13 total. Plus 13 in addition to whatever you roll, and we have to beat a 23. So you basically have to roll a 10 or higher. This is a coin flip. Oh, my God. That's an 11. You did it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> this is the most stressed out I've ever been. It's like I'm taking my SATs. You have. And that's the sound of a hostile crowd becoming unfriendly. <laughs> so people are like, wow, that was a big hit. She might actually do this. If she does not get hit again in the next 30 seconds, six seconds. Nah, seconds. Hellscark's going to rip her head off. Non-lethally. Yes, that's the non-lethal <laughs> head ripping, please. Well, we'll see. Got that fast feeling, though. So Kira got <laughs> that one HP Repair. Back. Repair ahead, yeah. Curl so her head back. Slightly less dire. Very, very slightly. All right. Well, you are face to face, toe to toe here. It is Hellscark's turn. She's continuously putting herself back together. She's gonna go for the bite. Power attack is on. That's gonna miss. Claw number one. That's gonna miss. Claw number two. Would you believe? Three misses in a row. Yes! Three, (laughs) four, six on the dice. Oh Oh my gosh, okay, great. Uh, All right. tense music. This is a big turn right here. Is the very capable four, the very capable bystanders. Is there anything they can do to influence things in Kira's favor here? I haven't learned my lesson. <laughs> the only thing is I'm making it just harder for myself in the future. So at this point, I have to roll a nine or higher. I rolled a 10, nice. giving me one above this. Um, you know, we didn't even plug in whatever. Uh, so when I do this, is this only applying for a round? Or would this apply to a future performance combat check? Because I actually forgot to ask Kira to apply that from the last successful cheating. Well, it'll basically apply to whatever her next check is. So the the last cheating that succeeded no longer applies, but now you can get, get the bonus again, basically. Okay, cool. I've got some cheating for you. What does the cheating look like? You have to earn it a little I, bit. It's the, I literally off the corpse of the Dippin' Dot daughter. Uh, <laughs> I just, I pull it up and I'm just like, all right. Well, at least you just messed up the side that said Kinko's slash office mix. So, uh, crawl right back up here, and then here we go. And then there is Kira in uh, cool skirt over pants with an acoustic guitar in her lap with uh, Kingsley perched on a rock right nearby. That's what I envision this particular senior photo to look like. There are sure, many. there's a it's just a hay somewhere. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I mean, Kingsley's got a little cowboy hat. There's a tiny bit of hay under him. Um, maybe looks like Kira's about to strum a little bit of that Beyonce song about her dad. 
Um, you know how it goes. So it's it's that's exactly. What, and the photo just resonates. You can see the crowd just. <sighs> they are moved. Well, that's I think a- now that it's got like blood and food and <laughs> yogurt smeared on it, now you're speaking their language. <laughs> It's got this pointillist dipping dots coloring. <laughs> yes. Melted dip dipping dot smears is the love language of Scrapwall. Everyone knows that. Basically yogurt. A single tear comes to Dinvaya's eye. Anyone else um interfering? You guys should uh continuing to circle around? Yeah, actually we'll move twenty five feet east, a little bit south. Now he's pretty much, well, as across from them as he can get on this turn. Vargas is going to double move and get as close as he can, which is about one more full movement away from being straight across from them. Can I see them? I don't know if I like if that's a perception check or if I'm yeah, it's probably paying attention. It'd be a um kind of tough perception check to pick them out in the crowd because they are pretty far away. Sure. I'd imagine you can see the banner. <laughs> the bricks be hung up in more easily. Banner. You could probably see Asher if he was a little bit taller. But Ouch. No tallest jokes. He used to be. I also just uh, had it pointed out to me that moving through the stands is difficult terrain, so he's actually only about half as far as he uh, would have been otherwise. Alright, well, Hellscark wins automatically then. Alright, it is Kira's turn. Okay, let's see. Um, can I, if I make a perception check and happen to see Asher, um, is that, does that, does not retract from my attack turn, right? right? That, that's free action. Cool. No idea if this is going to work, but we'll see. Oh, that's a 16 plus 9, 25? Yeah, 25. You can see Asher. He's eating nachos out of his hat currently, (laughs) which gives you the shaken condition. I'm so sorry. (laughs) She feels, uh, again, once again encouraged, or at least enough to a five-foot step in that direction, just in case, Um, which is still smooched right up against um, Elsgard. Um, and then same thing. Just gonna keep doing this, and eventually something's gotta work. Probably. That's a two. Uh, fourteen. Oh no. A fourteen will not hit. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, this was a fun game. Again, thank you all for your patience and understanding. Um, I've really enjoyed playing with you. I'm gonna head to bed. How will well, that takes us to Pelskarg's turn. Maybe her final turn. Power attack is on. Going for the bite. That is a 27. Blur. Blur. Oh, blur. Blur, blur, blur. Blur, blur, blur. High is good for Hellskarg. Uh, that's a stupid 16. Yes. Saved by the blur. Claw number one. Claw number one is a 26. Mm. Rolling the blur without being reminded this time. That is a 61. That's higher than 16. And 13 damage. Two two damage, okay. 
Let me add, let me just calculate this. Oh no, thirteen is fine. She's still up. Yes. All right. The second this claw. Yes. That is. Yeah, that's not gonna hit. Seventeen. Seventeen does not hit. Ah, she's letting you stick around. All right. All right, we are at the bottom of round six, I want to say. Um, any skullduggery? I mean, I am always going to continue to cheat, but I'm trying to figure out what style of cheating. I'm just like, I'm just going to continue to try to stack bonuses for Kira. Uh, considering things are real hard now, I think that um, Brixby's going to walk up and be like, oh, I heard... And uh, the troll is juicing, you know, like uh, like that bicyclist over in Absalom. Oh, <laughs> and I fail it. again by one. Yep, can't roll, can't roll, <laughs> literally can't <laughs> roll in this game. So, yep, the DC has now become basically unreachable by anyone besides me with some luck. Oh, God. It's 22 <laughs> now. Yep. Don't worry, the fight will be over this round anyways. Yeah, because Kira's going to knock you out. Literally you haven't rolled a 13 yet, right? Keep in you mind not 13. not rolled a 13. No, she rolled a 12 once, and it's like, ah, so close. All right, well, it's Kira's turn. Okay, I'm going to add back my one up to four HP now, so that's <laughs> something. This is fine. No, because this time it's going to work for sure, and this will all have not been terribly anticlimactic. Um, that's an extra rage. Great. Alright, same thing. Let's take a step back. Sky Metal. Sky Metal, yeah, I love that. Love that for us. Um, oh, wait, now you can't hit her. Can I hit her? Yes, yep, I can. No, I'm, I'm good. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna Sky Metal this. Cause I, I was giving would, mine. I'm also going to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have one, you have one. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, so just... This, well, the second to last Sky Metal on the board. You wanted us to spend them. You know what? Can I toss mine in, too? Or are we still allowed to double them? Uh, I would save yours for the perfcom. Save it. All right. Uh, okay, not great. Nine plus 12. What is that? 21 plus 25, right? Is that Sky Metal? I think that hit before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a big hit. You just got to roll sixes. three sixes. Nope, did not do that. But uh, six plus 16, 22 points of damage. 22 points. I lied to add my plus four to her damage. <laughs> no. <laughs> do that. 26. <laughs> she looks so hurt. So very hurt. And then topples over. Like the little glimmer, maybe, of respect in her eye, but... Oh, I am so dumb. You should have also been able to do a percom check when you drew first blood. Oh, I made the the chart. Do we want to do that, though? It seems like those have gone mostly (laughs) bad. Those didn't go well, though. I know, I know, (laughs) but it always helps because... If you can get past whatever she has, that still helps. The DCs get better, and the like, they're they're easier now. It's only like eighteen instead of twenty three. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for anything to help right now. Maybe Sam will roll in that one. That Maybe. would be so great. 
Well, she's taking a step up, and she's going for that power attack. And she's, of course, getting back some HP. Wouldn't want to forget that. That's going to be a 22 to hit. But we, of course, have to roll for the blur. 85. Okay, yeah, 22 hits. Oh, this is bad. Okay, well, this was fun. This was a great time for all of us. Uh, 14 damage on the bite. Yeah, 14 is plenty. Yeah, Kira's way down. Down I'm goes Kira. Yet? No. Um, it was a valiant effort, and now I'm going to go sit in my bed. You said 14, 14 points. Yeah, 14. 14 is so many points. I mean, at least she didn't kill you. (laughs) I guess that is something positive. Well, yeah, what happens when she falls? Does Hellskarg attack again like an evil liar? Or does she, (laughs) you know, raise her claws triumphantly? What's going on? I believe um, Hellskarg throws both of her hands up in the air and roars triumphantly like... And the crowd goes wild, and Jimmy Fame goes, Jimmy Fame, we have a winner and still champion, Hellskarg! Read the room, Jimmy. This means all of us are going to have to engage in arena combat now. We have to kill all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, boy. Yeah, Hellskarg is going to just, like, walk away. Well, she will carefully extract her autograpnel um, from Shake Kira. But I believe you oh. auto-stabilize, so you're okay. It kills her. Um, well, yeah. you don't uh, get unstabilized in the first place because it's non-lethal. Yeah, also that. Oh, yeah, that's true. You just stop so, at zero. You weren't dying, period. You were just unconscious. Yay. Just make sure you track that battery charge. When she fired that autograpnel. Oh, know. I've got it. I just don't want it to, you know, come back and bite us. <laughs> it's and fine. This is going to make our final victory so much better. <laughs> yeah, I feel like now I need to re... What is it? Re, we need a rematch or I, Izzy, will literally die. Yeah, we, we need a rematch solid because, I mean, this has been... You got robbed on a bunch of those rolls. And I'm also sure that this has been built with like a, a challenge rating versus a party. So one on oneing you as like a level five character versus her is probably a big disadvantage to you. I want you to know that I, Zach the player, am still very proud of you. I will feel less sad when I go to bed tonight. <laughs> Asher, the character, and Jeff the player are also both proud of you. Well, now I'm going to cry. I mean, from the vague stuff that sam said it sounds like you got her within like a hit or two of going down so close so that's still really freaking impressive for a one-on-one fight against like what zach said somebody who's probably a level five i mean a cr5 encounter we'd forgotten that or hadn't forgotten that first blur we could have done it team so close yeah there were i think two hits where we did not account for blur so she might have still been up in you got her down to 11 hit points. Oh, my next God. Hit. I'm in the next. I have a plus it would six, have been plus... next hit. 
Yeah, I mean, she was regenerating every turn, so, I mean, effectively, you did over 100 damage. No, I mean, you did an excellent job. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, if if this does make you feel better, like, in particular, like, I don't think there's any way for, like, a non-performance-oriented character to really win this. Because even if you knocked her out, you would have lost performance combat. Oh, my gosh. Performance combat is, yeah. Which, like, totally sucks. Like, I mean, you would have... I wouldn't really hold you to that because, I mean, like, the terms of the fight outside of the Pathfinder rules of uh, performance combat, the terms of the fight were to knock out or to um, submission. So... Yeah, I didn't know what Scrap Wall's game on that is because normally percom rules are brutal. If you lose... Even if you win the fight, but you lose the performance combat, if it is a certain style of environment, you've lost... Which is crazy. And I have to assume that being 15 adds some sort of plus 10 performance bonus, just not being dead. We all know how well teenagers are when they're put on the spot and asked to perform. I mean, (laughs) it's like natural charisma. High school (laughs) musical. Uh, But, and yeah, and Sun Metal, Asher could have cast, but last would have literally won one one round round because of his caster level, so... Yeah, I mean, I imagine as soon as we're allowed to, like, we all probably run out to Kira um, as quickly as we can, possibly taking Vinvaya with us to, like, heal and resuscitate her. Yeah, I think um, as the fights come to an end and, like, the victor has been declared, Hellscar just, like, straight up walks away because she doesn't really care. And she's she's climbing back up on her stage and um, hamming it up for the crowd, but nobody's going to stop you from heading in to be with Kira. Well, as Asher like lays a hand and rolls boxcars 12 <laughs> on my 2d6 for the land hands. I'll uh, take it. She should be able to rise to her feet on her is, own now. Um, so as Kira yeah, is like just, just sprawled on the ground, I guess. Um, and Asher does this lay on hand, she'll sit up and pretty immediately realized what happened. Like she sees all of you, um, sits up and is just immediately like, oh, sorry. Also, hey, we should go. Yeah, let's get out of here. No need to apologize, big stuff. No, you did well. You did amazing. Look at all that disgusting blood you spilt of hers out here. Let's leave this terrible dome. And, um, while while you all are talking, um, a couple humans in armor with Hellion's holy symbol up on the front uh, emerge from sort of the doors behind the stage. And uh, one of them says, hey, we need you to come with us. We'll talk to her out here. Uh, th- that's not how this works. You were you were going to speak to Kalgara if you won. You lost. You and all we be... agreed to was telling her what happened to Mayonda. I'm sorry, but we're tending to our might. We'll meet you at the the wings of this area, but we're not going to another location. One of ours is injured. You can heal her up, but I'm going to have to insist. Did you step inside? To what end? Do you have to talk to the person 
that you've agreed to talk to. Well, I see no reason why we couldn't dialogue in the wings, as my friend has suggested. I'll make a diplomacy roll. A dirty 20. I'm afraid the specific individual you're going to be talking to isn't coming out here. You need to come inside to speak to him. Him. All right. Brixby looks back at the group with like a little little eye narrowing. Him. And then looks back at the the two flunkies. You're good enough to walk, big stuff. Here nods. Let's not keep him waiting, then. Lead the way, good looking. He says to both of them, letting them figure out which one of them is the better looking. <laughs> Mind games. Well, clearly they're tied <laughs> as they have the same icon. <laughs> is it Malachi or Hellion, I wonder? This way, please. And they'll lead the way into the back here. Um, and Kira's probably shrunk back down by this point. I feel like it's probably been five minutes of us healing her and everything. Yeah, I was like, it's too large to fit through the door. Normal size arms and everything. And they'll lead the way um, down a series of stairwells that kind of wrap around. And then they'll stop at the this sort of back hallway where there's hanging on the wall just a flat sheet of glass hanging up on the, the back wall. They'll say, uh, wait here. Hellion will be with you shortly. And then these two, they walk away. So you've got a closed door in front of you, and behind you, just a glass panel on the wall. And you're alone back here. After several seconds of silence, there's a hiss of static on that screen. And after a second of the sort of a wrathful, demonic face appears on the screen. The huge teeth, glowing red, wrathful eyes and ram's horns attached to just a monstrous, monstrous visage. And the head is larger than life as it's on a screen that is quite wide, is staring down at all of you. And it says, Visitors, how unusual. No, apes that you now stand in the presence of Hellion. You must bow before your new god, me. Accept me and kneel, and I shall suffer your presence. Deny me the obedience I deserve, and you shall be punished. Asher will just sort of smile at the screen and say, I don't believe I'm in the presence quite yet of anybody, merely the image. Should you seek... Our obedience and our worship, then please present yourself to us. As they say in the flesh, I will not kneel before an image on a screen. Anyone else say anything? I was actually going to ask the roll a knowledge check. If there's any sort yeah. of knowledge I can roll. I Same. take a, a split second to uh, roll knowledge planes here. So 26 for Bricksbow with a seven on the, or se- uh, sorry, 17 on the die. That's better than me. Even though I have a plus eight to planes, I only rolled a four for a 12. Anything I could roll on the screen itself, like an engineering, to see if I can get an idea of what's going on? Or would I need to study that for longer? Um, I mean, you could roll an engineering for a quick impression of it. Um, I will say Vargas has no idea 
what he's looking at. Brixby with a 26 can't place any recognizable demon or devil in this face. Whatever it is, it, it has to be some kind of unique fiend. It's just something totally unto himself. 26 on the engineering as well. Uh, quick impression-wise, do does Asher get the impression like, this is just showing us on the other side of this wall, or this is someone from a totally different plane? Uh, with a 26, you'd say, I mean, it's impossible to know where this is coming from. Like, obviously, it seems to be able to see and hear you, and obviously you can see and hear it, but there, there's no way to know, really. Is it, like, photorealistic, or does it look like, like a bad 90s, like, video game cutscene type thing? Um, you are looking at it. It's, it's in 4K, or maybe even 8K. This is realer than real life, this screen. It's beautiful. I'm still 100% on this being some old Androffin guy, like, pulling levers in a room somewhere. <laughs> That's why I'm wondering if it looks like it's just like a 3D face rig or something. I don't know if Kira's quite as well, anything, really. I think she's still a little just dazed, um, but does recognize this as, you know, to some degree, the whatever it is that's endangered her hometown. Um, and so we'll just real quietly say, um, if you're a god who wants us to kneel, why didn't you do this outside? Why did we have to come see you? And, um, by way of answering your questions and your statements, I'm going to ask all of you to make a will save as a cloying miasma of cold, greasy darkness bursts out from seemingly everywhere and once and envelops all of you. Is this a spell or spell-like ability, Sam? It is a spell or spell-like ability. Ooh. Nat freaking 20. Nice. Same. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Really par for bricks. I rolled a three on the die for a 10. Okay. Yikes. Uh, let's say 14 plus 4 for 18 for Kira. Everybody passes but Brixby. That's good news. And I've got further good news for you. Who here is not good? Is anyone evil? Any evil characters in the audience? <laughs> no. For the folks at home, uh, for the not good, uh, Zach <laughs> and I raised see you our raise hands. Because hand. we both have neutral characters. Alright, we got two neutral characters, so they will take half damage. Um, two good characters. Uh, so Vargas is going to take a quarter damage, basically. And um, Brixby will take half damage. And Kira and Asher both take half damage. And we did hand wave the healing, right? I'm good. I believe so. Where did we stand on that? <laughs> Didn't, uh, I assumed we did, because like when Sam said can you can heal her up first or whatever, I assuming then at that point we just like we're like, okay, we're doing the rest and of the And Denvaya was there, so she could have like yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got healed up. So Great. this is um seventeen damage uh is the whole amount, so eight damage to everyone but Vargas who takes four as an unholy blight bursts from seemingly everywhere at once and envelops all of you. And then Hellion says, You do not ask questions of a god. When I demand that you kneel, you will kneel. Your 
Claiming to be a god, and that's really the most you can do. What do you have? Two more of those a day? Yeah, if we just step outside, does this stuff still hurt us, or...? Listen to me, Hellion. This is Galarian. Gods have walked, fought, and died amongst men. This means nothing that you claim divinity. A god is nothing but their clergy on Earth. And all I have seen is weakness, vileness, and defeat at every thrall, at every supplicant, at every flunky that bears your symbol. So if you want to try a couple tricks to get me to kneel, I'll need a better view of your divinity from here, because all I see is a flat face on a flat screen. Brixie's mad. <laughs> and he smiles. <laughs> he, he smiles and goes, You're bold, apes, and mice, or mouse. Mice, I feel mouse. Would... <laughs> Brixie calms down. I believe. I believe you made an agreement that you would tell me what happened to my servant Mayanda if you lost. And I believe that your champion lost just moments ago. Briggs is going to turn back to the group and be like, Can I? Or does someone else want the pleasure? Uh, I think Vargas is... Actually, you know what? No, he's going to nod to you. I mean, Asher... You've got uh, an interesting uh, keepsake that I could either hold to tell the story or since you've got it, it's, it's up to you if you'd like to break the news to our um, divine friend. Did we agree to speak to Kolgara or to Hellscrag? No, we never said, like, we'll go talk to Hellion. I think this is fun. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> I'm just like, liar. Um, sure. Um, so Asher's going to just... Just kind of chuckle and say, what, you don't know, Hellion? You didn't you didn't observe from behind the screen all of the goings-on. You can't see Mayanda from there with your divine eye. Oh, well, if you're wanting to know what happened to her, then he'll draw the Inferno pistol and just kind of spin it on his finger and say, the power that she gained from you was... Nothing against us. You sent her to do a job and she failed. Against us apes and mice. And and yet the best you can do is send a little cloud our way and say we should kneel when your own clerics were pitiful. I tire of this game, personally. So a champion lost in a duel that proves nothing except for Hellscarg's a good fighter. Good. Hooray. The Lords of Rust came into Scrapwall, and they've done nothing but disorder and chaos. I believe you've overstayed your welcome. Shoot the grapnel hook into the screen. <laughs> My friend is right. All I see is a bully sitting at the top of a playground. Sure. 
we didn't climb your jungle gym, but we're here now. So why don't you come down and see us? Get out from behind that screen. Prove your divinity with something other than a magic trick. Or at least do us the decency of um, thinning your herd out a bit more. See, my gang doesn't really like to play by the rules of showy combat. That's for braggarts. That's for losers. You want to see what we can do? What we did to your flock? As he points back to the Inferno pistol. This useless weapon that we carry is a reminder of how easy it is to defeat the forces of Hellion. We don't even use it. We don't deign to waste the resources. But it's good for morale. And then he's going to change it over to... I don't know whatever else is on the channel at this point. I'm, I'm sure that it's if it's like a Roku TV, <laughs> HGTV, like Hulu, or something. Pulls the remote out of his pocket. <laughs> I mean, things are a little stressful, so I usually put on Great British Baking Show. But you know, I mean, I could settle for Fast Five. Salam's got talent. Well, it's weird that like every channel, like you switch to one and it's Saved by the Bell, but Zach Morris is Hellion, and then you switch it again. So I love Lucy, and they're both Hellion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just Hellion like in Spanish, Hellion in French. In uh, that Gaiman book. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Jeopardy, but Hellion's hosting. It's just terrible. Um, but No one could replace Trebek. <laughs> Hellion seems to think about this for a minute. And then he says, uh, I have heard more impudence from the four of you in just a moment's time than ever before. The true faithful will rise up and flens the skin from your bones. And then he disappears as the screen goes dark and I'm going to need a will save from everyone again. Is it another spell or spell-like ability? It is! Alright. Let's try it again. It's a 19 from Bricksbow. Ooh. 18 on the dice for a 26. Again, exact same number as Jeff. 18 on the die for a 23. Uh, well, that's a one. Four. Oh, and I seem... Oh, it's because I unchecked Rage. Um, so, yeah, that other one probably should have been lower, too. Although not under an 18. Uh, five, five for this one. Five total. Five. That's a five. Tonight is going so well. Well, most of you are fine, but Kira, who has had a rough little while, is now confused. Oh no! So I'm gonna just need a quick D100 roll um, from Izzy. Good thing I've got all of these dice ready. Uh, 54. Um, you deal 1d8 points of damage plus your strength modifier as you hit yourself in the face with whatever's okay, in your right. hand. Great. A scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I have anything in my hand? No. Can I it could just be a punch into your own face. Yeah, that seems like a punch. Um, can I roll a spellcraft? Sure. Alright, because I think that my boy Ash Lord, depending on what he prepared today, 15 in total. Five off the die. I don't think that's enough to identify. 
Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. If it's if it's like a third level spell or something like that, it's definitely not enough. Um, regardless, I don't know if you did prepare protection from evil, <laughs> but if there is one thing that is going to provide any sort of reroll or consolation for our mentally broken friend. It's going to be that. Yeah, uh, maybe Dunvaya, but that one spell a day was lucky number. I forgot about that. Oh <laughs> boy. Well, um, and Dunvaya is conspicuously absent at this point. She was definitely still in the ring. Yep. Yeah, I'm assuming she probably wasn't invited back with the rest of us. So, I mean, this is six seconds. You got six seconds to do something before. I'm still doing math. Kira has to hit herself again. If we hadn't healed her back up to full, Vargas would just start punching her for non-lethal, but it's going to take a while. It's like, do I just blind her? But then she's permanently blind. <laughs> I feel like that's spray. probably a bad decision. <laughs> Seems like an aggressive choice. I'm sure Denvaya can do remove blindness deafness. Uh, I guess that, that helps. But yeah, no, at this point, unfortunately, Kira is out of the realm of... of of effect for color spray really she might be yeah, stunned I, for like a round that's assuming we might fight a troll so i can do touch of combustion or corrosive touch but i feel like <laughs> neither one of those would help this uh, situation yeah i mean i can make us all invisible so she doesn't hit us over a series of three rounds what? but like that's about it <laughs> I mean, she has a better chance of withstanding anything she does than most of you do yeah, no, I, I mean, really the key uh, is to get as a way, I mean, if we can identify what's going on with her, which we haven't, I didn't roll a spell check, and unless someone rolls like a heal or something, like, there's no way we know that she's actually confused. You just say, I'm confused. Because we just watch I mean, her hit herself, and we're just like, oh, come on, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, would like a, either a knowledge religion or a spellcraft or something? Yeah, would, something? would have been a spellcraft. That's only an eight on the die. That is a 16. Is that enough? I don't believe so, no. Uh, then Vargas, I think, is actually just going to back away. He can get 30 feet down these stairs in six seconds. He just doesn't want to get punched. No, that's fair. And he'll call out, Give her space! There's something wrong! And one of those acolytes of Hellion is still standing there, kind of blocking the stairway. <laughs> okay. I mean... We just have to get him closer to her than the rest of us, and then we can see what happens. <laughs> but I got a bluff check here for, um, I'm going to speak to that gentleman down the hall. Excuse me. Um, there's a, there's a problem with the screen up here. Um, it's, there's an issue and I, I, we were trying to communicate with Hellion and I need you to come and look at it right now. I'm going to roll a bluff check against this probably willful individual down the hall to try to get him to come up here and closer to Kira. There's a nat 20 on the die for a 28. Nice. Wow. Now, I will say that's kind of an implausible. Technology is very complicated. Screens go off all the time. But I, Yeah, I think with a nat 20, which one were you talking to? The one by Vargas? Yeah, the one by Vargas. Yeah, he's going to say, yeah, get out of the way. And um, do his 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet of movement. And he'll stop there seeing the screen is off. And say, what's, what's going on here? He was continuing to talk, and then it just shut off. 
Can you turn it back on? I think he had more to say. I really don't want to make him angry, do you? Anything Asher's going to do in it, in this sort of six-second burst? Yeah, he'll back up a little bit and say, Yes, he was very insistent on our obedience. We certainly wouldn't want to walk away before we, you know, he was allowed to finish. And I'll, I'll bluff myself. As in also not try to lie to myself. <laughs> uh, it's only a 17 total. Okay, and now I'm going to need one more D100 roll uh, before we call it a night here from Kira. <laughs> that's a 69. Nice. Yeah, that's all I have. This is Punch all yourself. I have. <laughs> that's Punch literally. yourself again. <laughs> Uh, let's see, 1d8 plus strength. Well, okay, for eight, eight points of damage. If going. only you were raging, you could have a mischance on yourself. I was going to say, I was like, blur. <laughs> and you'd be healing the damage and to I'd yourself. And I'd be healing, yeah. But I think um, with Kira confused and uh, the minions of Hellion around you, the true forces coming to flens your skin from your bones. I think I'm going to bed. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Sam. That was cute. Fog against the machine. Against the Machine is property of its creators, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. So exciting. Oh, um... Oh. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know why yep, I'm pointing yep. like you guys can see which person. <laughs> oh, we know exactly what camera you're looking at. I'm not in together. Have you mode. all just not heard anything I've said the whole yeah, time? Yeah, you only just nope. started talking. Yeah. I mean, all of last episode, everything. Yeah, no, we. I just thought you were going for the like stoic... <laughs> You know, uh, way of the peaceful warrior. I have like Bye. ten minutes of me talking to no one. Oh, no. oh that makes so much Leave more sense. It all like, in. Wow, Leave everyone's it all being in. super disrespectful today. No, you just. Oh no, we had no. <laughs> I didn't have the screens up, so I didn't know you were talking at all. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, Sam, and uh, yeah, we'll just circle back on all of the other jokes that I missed. Wow. <laughs> So this is excited. off to a great start. Again. If you could just run through the last ten minutes of jokes that we all missed, I'm pretty could. sure most of it was like about I I don't know enough about Philadelphia or insane clown posse. Was that this episode? Mm-hmm. I brought a lot of culture 